You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Welcome to Kill Me Now with Judy Gold. I am your host, Judy Gold, and this week we have a very special episode of Kill Me Now. My guest this week, and this will be part one and part two of our conversation. This is just a one episode special. I am here with someone you all know very well, but you don't really know. You only know through what I've said about her. And she's here to defend herself. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest for Valentine's Day, the one and only, my lover, my rock, my my everything. Elisa oh, Halpern is here. That's Woo! So, that's so sweet, Tar. I know. And you're gonna have Thank your, you. You're gonna have your intro. fake personality on and act like you're really nice. Now, no, I won't. Yes, You'll see I mean the real it is, me. So the reason we're doing this episode, besides the fact that I'm in rehearsals from 12 to six, even, and then writing and like, I'm just, I, I I really am unavailable. Um, But we wanted to do a Valentine's day episode. And the reason is I hate Valentine's day. I've always hated Valentine's day as a young child going to public school in New Jersey, which was, so fun. As a young child, on Valentine's Day, they would always do these, you know. The class, you know. Classroom uh, Valentine's, where right. you had to send Valentine's. And it was very hetero. And no one ever gave me a fucking Valentine. I'm did sorry. you do that? Did you do the Valentine? Yeah, we did that. Your mother? No, what do you mean my mother? In the mic. No, I... We would all buy Valentine's Day cards for and, everyone, and write them to the your classmates. Every, right. For everyone in your classroom. Yeah. So everyone got a Valentine's. Why but it's you like, do? it's so stupid. Like, it's stupid. It's a stupid holiday. Okay. I don't think so. It's about love. St. Valentine's. Yes. Yeah, Saint, and one time, I'm going to tell you this. I never told you this before. But one time, my father gave me a Valentine's Day card and he wrote, Happy St. Valentine's Day. <laughs> Okay, so let's look up Valentine's Day. Well, he was Day. trying to be funny. Valentine's Day. I'm going to Google. Everyone's funny in your family. I'm Googling. Bar. Well, you know, Google. Well, you're the funniest. I'm going to Google. No, I'm not going in there. Okay, ready? I'm going to Google. So how can you hate Valentine's Day? That's how we met. Right. We're going to. We're going to. Due to a Valentine's Day. I know. Day. I didn't get there yet. Oh, sorry. Um, so, you know, thanks for ruining that. Okay, so Valentine's Day. Let me just read this to you. As you all know, is February 14, which is today. Okay, the origin of Valentine's Day from Gossipy Gossipy dot com is. Uh, have you ever wondered about its meaning? Okay, 
we all know the answer to question, what is Valentine's Day date? We know it's February 14th. And almost all nations around the world have adopted the tradition of this celebration of love. Valentine's Day is a special occasion to express affection and admiration for our loved ones. Now, what if you're asexual? Well, you and don't have to. You can. Ex- you could do it to. You could give a Valentine's card to your parents. Well, my father yourself. gave it to me. Oh, you can give it to yourself. It yeah, said for your true. loved ones, Dar. So you okay. can you can get, send a Valentine's Day card to anyone this that is, you want. Okay, this is the have most. Have you been to a drugstore and seen all the cards? Yes. And, okay, you can send them to your mother, your daughter. Your... Well, my mother's dead. Okay, I'm sorry. And I don't all have right. a daughter. Okay. Well, although the legend of Valentine's Day is still a question mark until now, the most well-known story comes from ancient Rome. There are three legends about the patron Saint Valentine or Valentinus. Sounds like penis. Recognized by the Catholic Church. It's a Catholic holiday. In the beginning, there was a priest named Valentinus with a big penis who lived in Rome in the third century. During this era, the emperor Claudius, too, with a pagan Catholic, introduced laws that forbade marriage. He argued that Christians must focus on paying tribute to Rome. Despite this absurd prohibition, the priest still secretly held a wedding ceremony for a young couple. Unfortunately, he was discovered and executed. So you better watch it. Okay. <laughs> That's nice. Another story claims that this person was a bishop of Turney. He was martyred because of trying to free Christians from prison. The other version reveals that he left a letter to his lover, probably the jailer's daughter, signed from your Valentine before his death. Valentinus became a popular saint in the Middle Ages, regardless of the true story and his penis and his pinus. Some people believe February 14th is celebrated to commemorate his death. Meanwhile, scientific evidence shows the similarities between the modern day holiday and the festival of Lupercalia. The Catholic Church attempted to eliminate paganism, united into a single occasion, St. Valentine's Day. It honored fertility rights and lottery pairing. It was not until the 1500s that the occasion became associated with romantic ideas. It is the word that describes the lover in poetry and song that originates from Chaucer. In the late 1700s... I would say Chaucer. Oh, Chaucer, sorry. Okay, I sound like an idiot. Chaucer. In the late 1700s, the first commercial cards were issued. This anniversary of love is also gradually spreading its influence worldwide from here. Okay. So it's now moved on from a religious holiday to a fucking stupid holiday where people who are not in relationships feel left out. You don't know how they feel. Well, I know what I felt like. I was like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. All the straight people and like, oh, everyone's going to have like wearing hearts and wearing red. And I was just like, you're an asshole. Well, I was at the card store today and yes. I did see a Valentine's Day card with two men on the front. Oh, yeah. Now they have that. Yeah. Where's the women? I didn't find the women. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was going to tell you that. Well, I you thought just you would did. find that interesting. Well, yeah, it's all about men. I also yeah. have something else to say about men. You know, as someone with a 12 and a half women's shoe, almost a 13, you know, I've had very hard time finding shoes and now they're much easier to find. Why? Because of RuPaul's drag race. And when a man needs a woman's woman's shoe, that's when all of a sudden they become available. Okay. So that's the story of the men in that if a man needs it, it, uh, it appears. Okay. Okay. Can we go back to the theme, which is Valentine's Day? Day. So I'm wearing red because I like the holiday. I want to Red is passion, heart, love, and 
And you have That's, red lipstick on, And I have too. red lipstick on. You're very beautiful, darling. Thank you, Dar. Okay. You're so, just saying that right No, now. I'm not. But she's my darling, and we call each other Dar. Okay, so the reason we wanted to do this Valentine's Day show is that we met. This is the only good thing about Valentine's Day, is that we met because of Valentine's Day. So this is Time Out New York, the dating issue, okay, why you're single. When is and, it from? And Tell them. I'm getting, Dar. Oh, sorry. And what you can do about it. So this is the, uh, I was going to say episode, but it's issue number 593. It was only 2.99, And uh, it's from February Jill. 8th. Thing with the price. Go ahead. <laughs> it's February 8th to the 14th. 2007. So this is the February 8th, 2007 episode. And I mean, issue. And they have all of these, um, this whole why you're single uh, article with photos. But I mean, there's some excuses why you would be single because you're desperate, because you love the sound of your voice, because you're afraid of commitment. Because you're too controlling. Right. Like you. No, you. Because you're cheap. You. You. Because you're shy. You're too shy. No. That's no, neither us. of us. Uh, because oh, because you can't get over your ex. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do a little bell ring for the ex? Yeah. Okay. Her mother was. That's it. Okay. Uh, because you have too many roommates. Because you're overweight. No. Because you're allergic to everything. No. Uh, because you have bad breath. Actually, no. What? Because you're a straight woman who only goes out with her gay friends, because you're a gay man who only goes out with the straight friends, because you can't get over your ex, because your voice could cut glass. All right. So because you're ugly, because you're too pretty, because you don't drink, because you're in love with yourself. Because you're secretly gay. What? what? That's why. Well, that would be you, because you were secretly gay when I met you. Okay. So admit it, Dar. You didn't tell. secretly gay. Did your parents know? Yes, they knew. No, Judy. they did not know, Judy. Until you we actually went on vac- said it, uh, went, they it went doesn't on vac- matter. They took they my girlfriend on vacation. But Elisa, you would never come out. They were no one was talking about it. They're waspy Jews. Okay, so um, so you get to, that's the that's the the big article about why and then why you, you you're single and then they have this thing, date our friends. Okay. And date our friends. It says, if you if you like Time Out New York, you'll love our pals. Meet our hottest, smartest, and most eligible cohorts. Email your favorite below. No dates guaranteed. And if you hurt them, we'll hunt you down. Okay. So I literally was asked by uh, Beth Greenfield, who was the LGBT. I don't know Editor. how many. Le- there were only a few letters at that point. Yeah, she was the LGBT, maybe Q, I don't know, editor of Time Out New York. And she picked me to be the most eligible single. And as you can see here, I'm the eldest of all of them. The the one I was 44. Oh, God. And I I thought I was 44 is young, motherfuckers. There's only one other person in their 40s who's uh, 41 and the rest are like in their 30s or 20s. Okay. Not anymore. <laughs> so uh, this was 16 years ago. Look at how gender it was, because if you want, right, if you're yes. looking for a woman, you, you had a pink circle. If you're looking for a man, you had a blue circle. And if you were by, by, you were, you had a blue a and a and pink a- circle. Um, it was very not the way it is now. There was no non-binary and all that stuff. Okay. So 
no one was worried about their pronouns. So it says Judy 44. This is my ad. Judy 44. Manhattan. That's where I'm from. Comedian actor. Okay. Says Judy. This is what I wrote under my photo. I was at home flipping through the pages. Right, but let me read it. I That's my photo. I had to go and get the photo taken. Okay, my hair looks awful. Anyway. No, it looked good. I was thinner. Okay. All right, um, so was everyone. All right. Okay. Says Judy, this is what I wrote underneath. I am the mother of two wonderful boys, and I'm looking for someone to do their laundry. We'll spend romantic nights snuggling under my flannel troll-patterned quilt with a bottle of red wine while I yell at my mother over the phone. Now, I'm very good at laundry, okay. so that really caught my eye. And then I said, seriously, smart, funny, and Jewish wins me over every time. Now, so that's what I wrote. And then underneath it, Beth Greenfield, the editor who picked me, wrote, says Beth Greenfield, gay and lesbian editor, Besides the obvious, she's pretty, witty, and gay. Judy is funny, super smart, loyal, and a talented off-Broadway star. And then I had a Gmail account, TonySingle.Judy. That was Time G- Out New York, Dar. Right, Tony, Tony Single. Yeah. T- it's, but it was T-O-N-Y. Right, this is the, right. I'm going to look up that thing. TonySingle.Judy at gmail.com. And so I put this in, and then... And, you know, part of me was like, oh, maybe I'll meet someone. And part of me was like, oh, this is good publicity. And I could, you know, but I was secretly hoping to meet someone. And I started getting these. Um, <laughs> publicity? You Now no, you tell dar, me? Dar, I'm not saying that. Okay. You're, you did it for publicity? I didn't. I didn't know if I was going to meet someone. Calm down. This is what I'm dealing with, people. Okay. Hey everyone, did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees.
you need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J U D Y G O L D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. So I, I, I got started getting some responses and uh, they would be funny. Like a lot of them would be funny and I'd engage with the person, right? And then all of a sudden I'd say, oh, can you send me a photo? Because they knew what I look like. And and this is, this. I'm saying this because of Elisa. They knew what I look like. And I, you know, I get the photo and then I wouldn't respond anymore to their emails because, I mean, one woman took a photo, you know, when you walk in the building, in an office building. Yes. And they're like, "Can show me your ID. And then they take a photo. One of those photos. She went downstairs to the front desk of whatever <laughs> office building. And she, okay. So I was like losing all hope. And finally, oh, but wait, what? they weren't. You must have gotten some nice photos because you went on some dates, right? I did go on a date. I went on a date. Um, I look, you know, on the Upper West Side. I went to this French restaurant. Well, they were French Jews, but they hate the Jews. Okay, I went to this French restaurant, and we were meeting. And did you know you, the person was Jewish? I think she was Jewish. All I know is that I got to the restaurant. And she was waiting for me at a table by the bar with her calculator out and her bills and her checkbook. So you were late. No, I, well, I, you're I always late. I wasn't late. Okay, I wasn't but she late. was, she had to do something. So she was doing. Dar, dar, who sits? Why are you? She see, was an accountant. Is, Maybe she no, was no, an accountant. This is the thing. This Jew. is the thing, everyone. She she wasn't an accountant. She had her con ed bill. Okay. This she will never take my side. Like this is she will uh, even even if she agrees with me, she will take the opposite side. Okay. So this woman had this woman was literally sitting there paying her bills. All right. Not it. Not okay. So right. and and then I had dinner with her. All right. Upstairs, and then what and happened? Was, and who paid? At the end. I don't remember. Probably we split Did it. Did she take out the calculator? To, <laughs> to figure out the tip? <laughs> yeah. See, this is why I love Elisa. Okay, so that was one. I don't even know if I went on that many. And then, like, a week, you didn't. You waited a week, right? At least. I had yeah, to, like two weeks. I had to poll all my friends and be like, is this for real? Do you think this is just a joke? Okay, so tell, tell everyone. So, yeah. I spoke to some friends and then... I ended up writing to your Time Out New York email. Right. So she wrote a really funny. Yeah. Thing. She wrote, um, and I had given up at this point. I wasn't checking it every day. And she wrote, um, I'm happy to do your kids' laundry. If you don't mind a few pair of uh, pink tie dyed underwear in there. Uh, and then you said, I'm single, really single. Right. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. Was that because of the episode? Uh, uh, I mean, uh, the, the episode, the, the issue. Ad? Yeah. Or was it you trying to be like, I'm not seeing anyone else, even though you were seeing other people? No, Judy. I met, yes, you did. You went. No, to I a, wasn't. You went to see Rent. No, I didn't go to see Rent. What'd you see? 
I had tickets for Spring Awakening. Okay, you went to Spring Awakening. Yeah, but it wasn't And a you date, didn't even really. tell me. Judy, you went on a date afterwards? Yes, you no, did. No, I okay, met her. Let, can we no, just move okay. on? This okay, is ridiculous. So, all right, we won't do that. Okay, okay so It's a anyway. Valentine's Day issue. We're fighting. It's not an issue. It's an. This is an episode. An episode. The, okay. okay. Okay, so she writes me back, <laughs> and I'm like, wow. And then she says at the end, this is where this other thing comes. Uh, then she says at the end, I'm going to send you a photo of myself because I know what you look like and it's only fair, but I just have to get my, my how old was he? Like, yeah, like seven year old four, nephew. No, he wasn't seven because oh. Ben was five. So oh, he, yeah. was, he was Two or three. Yeah. My three old or four. Three. Three. Because he's, he's going to be 19 and Ben's 21. So yeah, he was my like. My three-year-old nephew. My three-year-old nephew. To help me upload. To help me upload. And I was like, oh, she's so cute. Then uh. she sends me this picture. Okay, go. Very strategic picture. Yeah. I had been in San Francisco over New Year's and my first cousin just had a baby and I met the baby and I asked my cousin to take a picture of me holding the baby. Well, no, I didn't add for the ad, but I had that picture. And that's the one that I sent to Judy. So right. I thought that Her was very holding strategic. a baby to let me know she likes babies because I, I had kids. But well, because I, yeah. I was so traumatized by my other the other people who had written to me. I was like, how many fingers does she have? I was really looking for something to be wrong with her. OK, but nothing was wrong with her. And then we started emailing back and forth. And then it's the night of the Oscars. So I don't know what when time in February. Yeah. Like. And um, I was doing my off Broadway show. Uh, 25 questions for a Jewish mother at the most horrible theater, the St. Luke's theater. We were the first show ever to go in there. And it was a um, homeless shelter because it was connected to a church, St. Luke's church. And literally I'd be on stage. I'd smell smoke because the guys from the homeless shelter would be smoking in the in the uh, alleyway or they'd start banging on the door. It was a really classy joint. (laughs) And um, I used to go to Joe Allen's all the time after the show. We start texting back and forth and we plan a date and it's a- No, you called me. No, I'm not getting there. And we planned a date. It was a Tuesday night. And um, I called her because Monday night, this is when the Oscars were on a Monday instead of Sunday. And uh, she was home in her apartment and I was (laughs) home in mine and I called her up. And she said, hello. And that was the first time I heard her voice. And I thought, oh, she has a dykey, deep voice. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And then, um, and I said, hi, it's Judy Gold. And she goes, hi. And then we I didn't go, hi. Well, we were texting. We were texting or something because I said, oh, we're eating. I'm drinking red wine. And I was telling her what kind. And she was telling me what kind. And then I called her and I said, hi, it's Judy Gold. And uh, (laughs) she has made fun of the fact that I said, hi, it's Judy Gold. Like, what am I supposed to say? Hi, it's Judy. I always say Judy Gold. just say Judy. No, Judy Gold. That's my name, Judy Gold. But you, you you don't call up a friend and say, hi, it's Judy Gold. I didn't know you. You weren't my friend yet. Well, okay, but we were, we had been emailing, like. Okay, but I said, hi, it's Judy Gold. 
What if I said, hi, it's Judy, and it was like one of your patients or something? Okay, but All I right, would have just no, saying, my I'm patients right. would, don't have in. my home number, you can write. Judy. No. Yeah, that's true. Okay. That's crazy. So okay. everything I say. Okay. <laughs> so then um, we'd make this date to go to Joe Allen's after the show. So my show on Tuesdays was at 7. I was done at 8.30. I said, I'll meet you there at like 8.45, right? Something like that, 8.40? Yeah, 9, whatever. And I, it was freezing, freezing. And I, after the show, I would talk to, you know, the audience wanted to talk to the star. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. And so um, Elisa is waiting at Joe Allen and I text her, I'm running a little late. And she's sitting at the bar at Joe Allen. And I finally get the fuck out of there. And I go over to Joe Allen and it was so cold that I was wearing my mother's mink coat. Now, my mother was still alive, but when my father died, she's like, I I have no place to wear. I'm never going to play. When, when am I going to wear this again? When? And so I took her mink coat, which I still have, but Elise won't allow me to. Um, I'm trying to see if I, okay. Elise won't allow me to uh, wear it in public. But so, and now I have a Canada goose. Anyway, so I was wearing this mink coat and I, She's at the bar at Joe Allen and I open the door. And when you open the door in the freezing cold, like you, it's like a breeze. Like they have a plastic thing there. So it's like door opens, plastic opens and everyone feels the air, the cold air. (laughs) Keep moving because I can Right, because you're going to hit me. No, I'm not. Okay. So the the, um, air, you know, whatever. So I walk in and they're all like, hi, Judy. And I'm wearing this mint coat and I give the coat check the mink coat and I go over to the bar and there is this adorable woman. Look at her in a skirt. She was wearing a skirt. She was wearing a skirt. Okay. And, um, hot body. And I was like, and we sit there and we're sitting next to each other like at the this. bar, like this, like we are right now. Like we're sitting next to each other at the bar, except we're separate. We're in the opposite, you know, and we start, you know, drinking, having a drink, like I only had one one glass or two glasses because I said to her, okay, don't kill me, but I didn't realize that I had said yes to this um, benefit for battered women uh, downtown, way downtown at like 1130. In the East Village. In the East Village, and I have to do the uh, angry vagina monologue because, you know, I was in the monologue, the vagina monologues off-Broadway, and uh, I was the angry vagina, and the producers told me that I was the angriest vagina they had ever had. <laughs> that was a joke in my act. Anyway, so I said, you're going to come down with me. And she's like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, yes, you are. And you're, she's like, no. And I'm like, yes, you are. And you're like, no, I'm not. And I said, yes, you are. And she's like, all right, fine. So um, so we have our little thing, and we're talking, but it's kind of weird because you said, I really like sex. No, I mean, yes, not, you that's did. not yes, what you happened. Did. Yes, you did. Yeah, at we're sitting point. there like this, and I just said, we really, I really like sex? No. no you didn't no. say that. No, I didn't. You you didn't say you like sex. No, somehow the topic of sex came up, like you didn't have sex with your ex, and I didn't have sex with my ex. Right. But we were, like, still having, you know, we were in our 40s. We had right, a- we were at our peak. We were at our <laughs> sexual peak. Oh, um, my God. And so we were talking about sexless relationships. Okay. 
And then, um, yeah, we weren't just sitting there and I said, oh, I really like sex. And like that didn't happen. You did bring it up. No, no, Judy, I did not. Okay, whatever. She did. Anyway, so we talked about our past relationship anyway. And then we get in this car to go downtown. And in the car, I'm so enamored with her. I call our friend Robin and literally say on the phone, I think this is it. Like, she's nor like, I think she's normal. And then, and then Elisa. And then I grab the phone and, and starts said talking to, to her. Robin. Yeah. I am normal, but I didn't know if Judy was normal. So I was asking Robin if you are normal at all. And Robin said no. <laughs> and I just wanted to make sure. Right. So, so we get to was- this, we get to this <laughs> dump in the East Village. Okay. I've, I've lowered the microphone because I think we're really loud. So um, we get to this dump in the East Village and uh, there's no dressing room. And we they say, uh, well, you can um, go in the stairwell with the other performers. And Elisa comes with me into the stairwell. And there are all these, you know, Young, baby dykes with yeah, like baby pierced, dykes, pierced everywhere, tattoos leather. and bound breasts. And me and my mother's mink coat and Elisa from Westchester. <laughs> and um, we're sitting in a, a and, metal, and a metal stairway. stairway. It's well. gross. And she starts laughing. And I was like, I am in love with her. Because if I brought my ex to a metal stairwell, she would. Can you even imagine? No. What is see. this? This is disgusting. How dare you know? <laughs> so uh, she starts laughing and thinks it's cool. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. So then I do the angry. You were hot stuff, Dar. You were performing. Mm. And- okay. So then. Um, <laughs> I love when you perform. I know. I she only it. likes me. Yeah. Pretty that's much. the thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So uh, I finished my angry vagina and you have the car drive and the car drives me home. And I say to her on the way home, do you want to come upstairs and make out? You right? just said, do you want to come upstairs? I didn't say and make out. I thought I said or and maybe, make out. Maybe. And make out. And I said, are, well, are the boys there? But they were too young to have been home alone. Right. right? And I said, no, they're at, she's, they're at Schwendy's. And uh, she's like, well, okay, then no. And I was like, what fuck? So uh, the car drops me off and I tell the driver to take her home. But I forget to pay for the extra drop off. Right. Because well, I, t- I was so enamored with. No, you were like, oh, you're not going to come up and put out. So I'll just. No, send that you is on not true. Way. That is not true. So typical. So All right. So anyway, <laughs> she goes home. And um, yeah, I call calls, my friend and calls her friend Irene, no, not Jewish. Susan. Oh, you call Susan, Susan Jewish. Jewish and yeah. says, you know, I had this date with her, but then she didn't even pay for the car on the way home. And they were her friends were all like, "What a fucking bitch!" <laughs> right? 
No. Yes. They, they, yes. Yes. No. They. <laughs> yes. Maybe one. It was okay. a mixed review. See, she won't. She mixed won't. review. It was mixed. Who was Somebody. on my side? I think Irene was on your side. Oh, of course. Love you, Irene. But Susan Kaust wasn't? I don't think so. Okay. But she said, give you another chance. Okay. So I apologized profusely. And then I had another show the next night. And then Thursday night was this Empire. No, HRC, wasn't it? No, it was Empire oh, State Empire's, Pride. Right. At, um, lesbian dance. And I said, and she's like, oh, I'm already going to that. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be there. Meet me there. And so I texted her. She was already there because I had a show because I'm a performer. And um, and she was had already been there. And I texted her, meet me in the front. And she meets me in the front. And I'm talking to her. And I said, no, you're like decked out in your mink coat again with an entourage. You had all these people around. You, I and did I was not. Like, yeah, you walked in with a bunch of people. I think Kate was with me. No, and then uh, Barsky. Uh, oh, Hillary Barsky. There were yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, well, I knew a lot of people. Anyway, so we walk in, and she's there, and I start telling her about the people that I was talking to after the show, and I was t- I was telling her about a particular person, and I said, and I wanted to act it out for her. So I said, you stand there and ask me blank, and I, I'm going to be the person, and she did it. Like, Schwendy would never do that. Like, no one would ever act out my scenes with me. And she did it. I was like, oh, my God, I love you. And I turn away to go get a drink or go, like, I just moved away or to say hi to someone. And I turn back and she's gone. Right. Because once again, you, this is not normal. You walk in and we have to do an immediate role play yes. on the second date. That's weird. Yeah, but you did it and you loved right. it. Right, I did it. I liked it, but then I went. I wanted to dance. Right. So she decided she left and I couldn't find her and I'm like, "Fuck. Where the fuck did she go?" And I start walking around this club all over the place. <laughs> and I'm like, "Where is she? Where is she?" And then I finally find her. I go, "Where'd you go?" She's and you said, "What did I say? I don't have to I, I wanted to dance. I don't have to mm-hmm. like, you know, and I was Stay like, by oh my your God, I Stay love by your her. Side. I mean, she was like, all right. So then we decide we're going to go out to Russian Samovar and have infused vodka after this dance. And we go to Russian Samovar and we're just drinking infused vodka. And then I ask her to come up again. No, you put your hand on my leg. Oh, yeah. Under the table. Did I, I do that? No, you didn't do that, Dar. Okay. Don't act like you did. You know you didn't do that. Okay, you did. So under the table, I put my hand on her leg. Very romantic. And she was like, it was the first time we touched. And I was like, oh, yeah, I made the first move. Okay. And then um, I put my <laughs> hand on her leg. Okay, and, Judy. Sh- sorry. I'm putting my <laughs> hand on her leg. And, um, and she, I knew she liked it. And then did I and then I asked you to come home and make out with me again. Again. But I said, said, no, no, I I have to. I have to go to work in the morning. And and we we had another date the following evening at the Algonquin with Alan Cannell. We did kiss in the street outside. Yeah, we um, we did a little kiss. Yeah. And then I got in the cab. Right. And then she got in a cab and went home. And then the next day, Friday, she calls me up. Bad. Hangover. Bad she hangover. She called me up. She's like, hi, I, I, I can't come over. I'm really sick from last night. <laughs> yeah, and, I'm a lightweight. Yeah. And and so I was like, "One, I'll come over and bring you soup. And what were you like? I was like, no, no, no. no do not come here. I don't. I just want to get over this. Do not come here. And I don't think I can go to 
the Algonquin uh, and I was tonight. Like, Fuck! God damn it! So I called Alan Kanoff, and uh, he made the reservation for Saturday night. <sighs> then and she calls. You call back and say it's Saturday night. And I'm I like, said okay. I made it for Saturday, and you were like, "Oh, okay," because um, <laughs> we were hearing someone. We were gonna. We were hearing a musician, a jazz. Well, no- yeah, but nobody famous. It was I know just, someone great that Alan wanted us to. No, uh, Alan wanted us to hear it, right. which is fine. But it was like the third date in four, right. five days. No, it I was. Mean, I thought it was okay. Like, you know. Fine. Anyway, so we go <laughs> Saturday night. We go to the Algonquin, and there's this woman sitting near. Uh, and this should have been a fucking red flag. There's a woman sitting near Alan, and she starts Alicia talk- D. Bernardo. Yeah, Alicia D. Bernardo. And she's a psychiatrist. Yeah. Yeah. And she gave us her card. And so she's sitting next to us. And then Elisa. It's a cold, snowy, snowy night. Yeah. That's why she can't go back to Baltimore. Or right. She yeah. Was she was staying there. She was stuck. And so Elisa, she's talking to me. And then Elisa got jealous. You did get jealous. I think I did. Yeah. And I should have known right there. Oh, my God. She's like out of her fucking mind because I was talking to Alicia Bernardo. So she got really mad. But I convinced her to come over. Right. And we get to my house. Yes. After that. Yes. And we get we co- she yeah, comes upstairs like, and I'm like, oh, let's make out. And and we sit on the couch. I get her like no, you a didn't drink say, of water. You keep saying let's make. All right. Out. One of the times that. I said, let's make out. You just we came upstairs. You got me some water. And, and then that's it. She's the sitting there doing nothing <laughs> like a big rock on a <laughs> on a mountain like nothing. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And she reaches over and kisses me. I had to make the first move. And that, that was it. And then she had the best sex of her entire life. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then she slept over. And the following night, I was set to host this Garden State Equality big, huge gala with Mario Cuomo, who was the, the um, governor? Um, uh, who was the guy? He ran for president. Um, he died. He was really skinny. He was there. It was all these. I think Cory Booker was there. Yeah, Cory yeah. Booker was there. All and, these polls. Yeah, and we get there, and they're like, "Judy, can you come with me?" And blah blah. blah. And Elisa's like, um, "I'm like, oh, but Elisa." And she's like, "I can handle myself." And I was like, "Oh my god, I can't take her. She's perfect." And um, then we were sitting there and I was kept going up and down and the fucking the gala was so fucking long and it was all for marriage equality, marriage equality. We're going to fight for marriage equality (laughs) that it got so fucking long. Finally, at the end, like before even Mario Cuomo came up, I was like, all right, just want to let everyone know uh, we got marriage equality because it was so long. I was acting like we had it was funny. Well, it was 2007, and right. we got marriage equality when, eventually? 2015. 2015. 15. 15. Yeah. So, but anyway, I right. was like, it, was, really it funny. was so fucking long, and I was really funny. And what did you say? We were texting each other, and yeah. I said, that's when I fell in love with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's when she fell in love with me, because it was really funny. Performing. Right, because I was performing. And we, I was texting her, like, oh, my God, how much fucking longer for this shit? And, like, <laughs> this whole time. And... um. The the limo takes us both home. You didn't sleep over that yeah, night. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. And she goes home Monday morning. And I don't hear from her. Oh, yeah. That's true. And yeah. I don't hear from her Monday night. 
No. And I don't hear from her on Tuesday. No. Tuesday morning, Tuesday no. afternoon, no. Tuesday evening. And yeah. I don't hear from her Wednesday. Yeah. It was a lot. And I call Robin and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? And she's like, Judy, this is normal people. Like normal people are not like, you know, they don't do that. It's not, it's too whatever. And so finally, I don't know how we reconnected. You called me. I think so. And, uh, you were like, oh, I just needed a couple of days or something. (laughs) I just needed five minutes to catch my breath. Right. And I was like, oh my God, I love her so much. That was it. And, and I took Henry one day, she lived on the Upper East Side and she went to Sandy Nails to get her nails done. And it was on First Avenue. I had to take Henry uh, for a middle school placement, some placement entrance exam downtown. And we were driving up uh, First Avenue and Ben was in the back. They were both in the back. Yeah. And I said, oh, my I have a friend, a new friend who um, is getting her nails done and we're going to stop and say hi. So I pulled the car over and Elisa comes out of Sandy Sandy Nails and I open the the window and I go, these this is Henry and Ben. I go, this is my new friend, Elisa. And Henry's like, did he say it in front of you? Uh, well, first they were just saying hi and they were throwing a ball back and forth at each other fighting, fighting. And, and then Elisa, and then Elisa, I think it was after. Yeah. I so left. Elisa you goes back in Sandy Nails and I stared at her ass because she has a hot ass. And um, Henry says to me, new friend, you think I'm an idiot? And that was it. But yeah. she didn't sleep over for a long time when the kids were here. Did you? You were really appropriate about yeah, that. We went slowly with that. Yeah. It's been such a journey. And so. This is our Valentine's Day. So Elisa brought some cards that I... I brought a few of the... Well, let's see. This will be our 16th Valentine's Day. Yes. I mean, I only brought a couple. No, this is really our 15th because we met after the the 2007. right. Yeah. Okay. So this is our 15th. I only brought a couple of the cards, but you really, you get to amazing cards. Right. And what you write is so wonderful. Let's see So I don't know why you hate this one is. Look, smitten. Oh, what you do to me. Happy Valentine's Day. Who's my Valentine? I love you madly. And I mean madly. Because I'm it's crazy. Because you're insane. Okay. Okay. And What's this that one? one? This I have one yours is, too, but they're, you are, I didn't bring them. Okay, uh, go ahead. You are hilarious. You are adorable. You are brilliant. And that's why I love you. That's why I love you. You're always patient. Ha ha. Not uh, this is with me. this is oh. what she does in the card. She uh-huh. reads the card like the stuff that's written in the card. She underlines it you are like my she Valentine fucking underlines forever. it. Yeah, I love your Valentine's. I love okay. your cards. And then I found this that I thought was so adorable. Okay, welcome home, darling. Oh J H G. What was that? It's from 2013, August 19, 2013. To our Judy, we missed you so much, and we are so happy you returned home. XOXOXO. And then three hearts, Ken, Ben, and Elisa. Oh, we must. I must have stayed with them. Yeah. And that's our love story. That's our love story. And now all we do is fight. So that's great. (laughs) Um, And I'm always right. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. You really are. I know. Thank you. So, so that's we our hope Valentine's you have a wonderful we Valentine's. We do hope you have a wonderful day. Valentine's Day, whether you day. celebrate it or not. Um, but it's nice to 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 tell your loved ones that you love them. 
Right. It's very nice. Especially the ones who are dying or close to death. What? That's horrible, Judy. Okay. <laughs> she just rang the bell. I don't know why. Um, I want to sh- show everyone my new bell that I got from a fan. I love my new bell. It's smiley happy, face. Smiley face. Um, also, uh, so I just want to thank everyone for listening to our very special episode of Kill Me Now with Judy Gold. Um, this this show was produced by Laura Vogel, edited by Colin Schmeling. Um, everything else is done by Brittany Joe Soward's Richmond. Yeah. Uh, who pretty much, as Elisa can attest to, does everything. Oh, she's the best. Yeah. Love you, Brittany. You Where would her? you be without Brittany? Uh, in a fucking mental institution. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Don't tell her so. Also, uh, my show, yes, I can say that, 59E59. You can buy tickets now. Just follow me on Twitter, Instagram, whatever else, at Judy Gold, J-E-W-D-Y-G-O-L-D, because I'm lash. And um, <laughs> very excited for your show, Dar. Thank you, because I'll be performing. I'm going to have a lot of inter-, inter... We're going to have a lot of, you know intimacy during my show because you're going to come see it and then be attracted to me because that's the only time she's attracted to me um also uh yeah so you can get tickets by my book elisa laughed out loud at my book i loved your book see she loved it and um bd wong is is um directing and and eddie sarfati and i wrote uh the book he helped me write the book and he's co-writing the play with me and uh oh eddie and um primary stages they're amazing and so many great producers and i just i'm thrilled i love doing off broadway even though it pays but it makes me happy so that's get your tickets if you're in the new york city area and that's that's about it dar um well, I this love, was fun. I yeah, love you doing loved it. this. Yeah, and I, and this I love was you. Fun. And I and love, I love you. you. And who's making you dinner? Hopefully, you soon. Dar, not, you know I'm making you dinner. Okay. And tell everyone how much I cook for you. Judy loves cooking, and she cooks a lot for me, and I really appreciate it. But you don't ever tell me that. So, okay, um, Dar, I clean up everything. Okay. All right. You, you but use I've every been, pot. Okay, every Elisa. Okay. I've been much better we with We were that. doing so well. I know. All right. Sorry. Okay. Happy Valentine's uh, Day. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Thank you so much for listening to our very, very special episode. I love you all. And as we always say, so long. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. 
Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.